Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 172 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful tuesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar here on this beautiful morning november the 30th of the year 2021 can't thank you enough for stopping by i'll probably thank you about 50 more times on the show today as i always do we got one hell of a show lined up for you here today but before we get into that please take a few moments too smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew but if you are watching on our twitter or facebook make sure you hit that like or follow button there if you haven't already that way you never miss miss any additional content there as well but if you are listening to the audio version of the pod on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't as well already there too because we do release the audio of every live show after every episode is complete next item up on the docket if you could be so kind after you get done hitting that subscribe button like or follow button go ahead and hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live we'll answer any live uh questions right here on the show maybe hit that share button send it on over to your brothers sisters friends enemies uncles aunts neighbors People who live on the opposite side of the country of you. I don't know, but maybe you call them good old-fashioned degenerates and they like cash and tickets because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod. Everybody is welcome, and we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website all of the TTL crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 172 I am your humbled, hyped, honored and always handicapping host Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets. Get some good best bets from me and my partner, some picks, some insights, some analysis, some knowledge, everything in between, my friends. We have quite the show lined up, but uh, I got to bring in 
that aforementioned partner. Now, you know him around these parts as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and oh, let's not forget the TTL's resident cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am spectacular on this two for Tuesday of action. I cannot wait to get into today's show, my man. We've got a hell of a show cooked up. We've got uh, some MLB news breaking already this morning. Probably going to have a lot more news coming out through the show if we're lucky like we did yesterday. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned, I guess I don't know if you're for sure if you mentioned, you usually mention my Southsider nature, but I've got my sock shirt and just in case Mm -hmm. your Cubs are already making moves as you were talking there a minute ago, if uh, you would like me to drop that news down for you. Go right on ahead, my friend. Cubs signed catcher Jan Gobes to a two-year, $13 million <clears throat> deal. Tailed off a little <clears throat> bit last year, but, uh, you know, 34 years old. Cubs trying to make a little bit of a splash. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that at the end of the show. I've got that. Uh, so that's not good at all. Bar, I don't like that because that means <laughs> that that that, that, means that uh, a certain other catcher might be out the door. But I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't need that nonsense. I need good vibes on the show here today, partner. Hey. I don't know. It's it's not bad, but I, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, outside of that, yeah, Cubby's making moves, but not the moves we all want to see. Um, how you doing on that side of the screen here today, my friend? Everything good on your side of the end of the world? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing fantastic, my man. Had a yeah. uh, solid evening last night, uh, personal and ticket cashing, so nothing to complain about on my side of things, dude. Oh, speaking of ticket cashing, you know, us being a full transparency show and all, uh, we always like to share the best bets of the day from every previous day of action. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get those up here on the screen, my friends, for the first time, live in prime time, recapped for you here today. The TTL Crew's best bets of the day from November the 29th in the year 2021. Just one short day ago. Well, partner, you were on the right side for both the total and the spread for Monday Night Football, my man. Football team out of the grave. Got it done by two (laughs) points. Oh, my gosh. That was absolutely insane. 17 to 15 to close it out and stayed way under the total, my friend. Mm And then uh, we got to talk about Iowa. Ugh. What the hell's the deal with Iowa, dude? We have to talk about it because, man, that was rough. We, uh, If uh, wow. anyone tailed us off the show uh, while you were watching the show, you got a uh, much better number than we did. We got the only number, I think, that was a loser. But uh, so, hope you listened to us. Hope you uh, got us when we gave it out as opposed to backed us on the action app beforehand. I don't know. I don't know. Ugly, I, ugly, I, I, ugly things. Yeah, not good. Uh, flipped all the way to two. Books made it easier for them to cover, and uh, they most definitely got the outright win. I don't understand it whatsoever. But, hey, we uh, that's one of the rough losses we have. Bad beat Central during college basketball season, but I ended up going 3-3 three and three because of that on the day. Ended up cashing Cornell, Austin P, and Grand Canyon. Lopes, but uh, Montana got absolutely torched. Uh, the Grizz, the Ducks were absolutely quacking last night, my yeah. friend. And uh, the Gauchos. I thought the Gauchos were going to run away with that game. The Mavericks ended up running away with that game my friends not good at all but overall not the worst day on the planet we uh still were in the green overall as a crew barely missed 
the Monday Madness Parlay. Tulsa just couldn't pull it all the way back. They were trying to stage a comeback, but they just couldn't get it done. So we ended up going two for three on the Monday Madness Parlay. The Monday Mid-Major Madness Parlay, mind you. Well, you know, if you saw the, uh, the title here today, two for your Tuesday, my friend, um, you know it's one of our favorite special plays of the week. We'll talk about that here in a minute, but I am so damn ready to cash a special play. It ain't even funny, yeah. partner, so stay tuned for that here in just a moment. But then uh, even when we don't have the hottest days, maybe we spin the wheels a little bit, you know, maybe we still go positive as a crew. The money line dice always seem to help us out over Back here, my it, friend. Baby. Back in action. We told them we needed it. They said, hey, boys, <laughs> don't worry. Two tickets to cash. They cashed the, cashed the Pacers plus two and a half and the under 217 in that game last night against the Timberwolves. Absolutely gorgeous. They're looking to uh, repeat and uh, get some good action going here tonight. They got a uh, weird low mid-major game to uh, roll here today, but they said, hey, we got another play. We Dang. love the game between these two teams. You're going to have to stick around to find out who it is. Now, speaking of the uh, show here today and the Moneyline Dice Roll, that'll be the fourth segment of the day. But what about the first three segments, you ask? Well, we'll kick things off as per usual with our mag's best bets of the day. Might as well toss this in here. Any questions you got? Any questions about games you were wanting that we might not have? Or maybe questions about what our mag's favorite color is? Or who knows what your questions might be? Whatever they might be, drop them in the live chat and we'll be more than happy to answer them live. Uh, then the second segment of the day, we'll get into my best bets of the day, dive into uh, the special play of the day, the aforementioned two for Tuesday parlay, and then we'll recap all of that money line dice roll, then get into the second half of the show, our mag sidebar. Got uh, the usual banter back and forth, of course. He always seems to spark something with his sidebar. Then we'll get into a few daily leans, I'm sure. I got, uh, oh, a list of four or five here that we can talk about, go back and forth about. And then uh, the always important TTL announcements, my friend. And then, little did you know, it's the start of V-Week, my friend. Jim Valvano, the legendary coach, Jimmy V. uh, Start of V-Week at ESPN and uh, the whole donation across the country, um, and across the world, really, but um, wanted to share part of his video, uh, well, not part of his video, part of his SB speech from 1993, um, the uh, three things the, that you should do every single day, and I'm sure you've heard it before, but it always bears repeating during this time of the year, and yeah. I'll give you some other places you can find the full-length video and everything like that, so that'll wrap up the show with my motivation minutes, but for now, unless you have anything, partner, on your agenda. No, sir, I do not. Stop the nonsense, quit the banner, cut the gossip that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks, picks, insights, analysis. Well, maybe getting into rabbit holes too, a little bit of laughs, a little bit of motivation, everything in between. But most importantly, running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, here at 13 minutes past the top of the hour on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, Let's get into the first segment of the day. You know him once again as the TTL's resident cheese head and South Cider. Our mags, best bets of the day. Uh, as per usual, my friend, before you do, to me, to you, and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods out there on this gorgeous 
Tuesday of bets. Take your sip, and once you do, uh, partner, you have the floor. I uh, don't have uh, the desk space to keep Ooh. this, uh, keep the brand sitting on the desk, so I might just hold this like this the rest of the show. Chop feels, chop feels. <laughs> but anyways, I am kicking things off. I've got four college basketball plays today. Uh, three of them coming out of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. This first one, though, is uh, not going to be from that one. I'm going to the St. Louis Slough mm. uh, Billikens, plus three and a half at Boise State tonight. I believe this one dropped down to three within the last uh, half an hour or so. Still like it right there. Like it all the way down to two and a half, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Slough has been a solid team across the board this year, partner. Top 100 in AOE and ADE. Adjusted offense efficiency and defense efficiency. Uh, first reminder for that for the rest of the show, I feel like there. Per um, boy Yeah, per pump. Thank you. Shout uh, out. But the big Shout weakness out. here in this one, partner, is Boise State's offense. Uh, this is the uh, real mismatch that I'm seeing in this one. Outside of the top 100 in the AOE that I just mentioned, uh, their most recent game, 39-point effort in a loss at home. To, or actually, I'm not sure if it was home or a neutral site. Regardless, 39-point uh, effort. And a loss to CSU Bakersfield as 15.5-point favorites. They beat Ole Miss last week, but as you and I talked about off-show, this that Ole Miss team is starting to look like one of the, if not the worst uh, team in the SEC. They're going to have a struggling good. year this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking Boise State's a little overvalued for that Power 5 win, if I'm being honest with you guys. Boise State's defense has been good. I won't let on, uh, won't uh, it, uh, overlook that by any means. But I don't think it's good enough to uh, shore up the offense, lack of offense that we're going to see in this game. Like I mentioned, Slew's been just solid across the board, and I think we see more of that tonight. And their offense is going to outpace Boise State here. So I really like Slew to – I'd be interested in – I'm staying away from the money line, but I'm interested in it. I obviously love the extra point cushion here, and I think it stays within that today. Interested in the money line, but staying away from it. He likes the extra point cushion. I think I might uh, be interested in the money line as well. You know me and my Billikens, man. I'm uh, – I'm from Southern Illinois, so always a huge homer of anything St. Louis besides the damn Cardinals. Give me the Cubbies every day of the week. But uh, I love the St. Louis Billikens. Love betting on them. Love them when they're in a dog spot. And, you know, at first I was a little tentative on this, but I think I'm in the boat with you, my man. Let's go ahead and roll that son of a bitch gently down the stream together. And if you would be so kind, keep it moving with your second out of, uh, I do believe, four best bets of the day. Yes, sir. I'll save the uh, third and and fourth Yes, I'll save the third and fourth one because uh, they're coming out of the same game, and we're lining up on one of those. Okie so dokie, artichoke. this one out of the ACC Big Ten. I am going to – I'm fading my Big Ten boys in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to the ACC Clemson Tigers plus the one and a half at Rutgers here tonight. Mm-hmm. I think this is a uh, – I think this line is completely wrong here, partner. Clemson is just barely outside the top 50 in AOE and ADE, 51 and 52. Rutgers actually has a pretty solid defense, pretty similar right in the 50, uh, 55 range there as far as ADE, but nowhere near the offensive output. The last three games for Rutgers, they've actually lost three straight to Paul, UMass, and Lafayette, and Clemson is the far better team than those teams right there. I think Clemson's being a little undervalued based off two losses. Both losses were to West Virginia and St. Bonnie's, both teams that have been obviously not top 10 teams, but they're really, really solid teams, uh, kind of on the same level that I think Clemson is, and Rutgers just isn't there i think they're being overvalued based off what they were last year the tournament team the fun team that we saw last Mm, year mm -hmm. they're nowhere near that same team they've lost some guys and they're not playing well they do not have that offensive firepower i think uh they'll probably be in my realm of big 10 unders throughout the year but as far as backing them against a team here like clemson i don't think it's a spot 
love Clemson. I think it should be Clemson minus four and a half. So if you're giving me the extra plus one and a half, I got plus one and a half actually at plus 100 an hour or so ago on FanDuel. Don't know if it's still there or not. Regardless, wherever you're seeing Clemson, I like them right there at that number. So take them plus one and a half or the money line if they're starting to flip. Yeah, seems to uh, be turning into a pick'em. Seems to be that uh, old Clemson's turning into the favorite, my man. So uh, I would definitely take the uh, the money line as well. But I also, sure. as you close that, I would be comfortable with up to three and a half to four and a half. Honestly, yeah. I think Clemson is far and away the better team. And if I'm seeing here correctly, I think this is wrong. I think they are 0-5 or even 0-6 ATS Rutgers this season so far. I think it's 0-5 Not ATS. Sure. It says 0-4 ATS where I'm looking right now. Either way, they haven't covered yet this season. They're not good. They're not the same Rutgers team they were last year. Partner, I'm with you once again. Give me the Tigers. We don't have to worry about old Dabo, uh, who we got head coach Clemson. I really don't know. Actually. I don't. I, we got to look that up. I got to get into that. But I like Clemson as well. Plus one yeah. and a half, my man. Okay, now you kind of teased it. We're uh, lining up on one of your two next plays. Why don't you dish out the one we're not lining up on and then dish out the next one, and we'll go ahead and uh, just call that the crew play of the day. And then we'll get into my plays as per usual. Alrighty, most definitely. I'll let you nail uh, the good majority of the old uh, side we're teaming up on because a lot of my analysis for the other play leads into that one. So we are going to Indiana-Syracuse. Mentioned we're staying Big Ten ACC, but we are back in the Big Ten squad in this side of things. Uh, we're back in Indiana minus 2.5. Partner will nail a lot of that. Yeah, but boy. I am also going, I'm going half unit on yeah, their boy. team total. Indiana over 75.5. I know that sounds like a big number, but this Syracuse defense is really, really bad. Uh, Syracuse still last in threes allowed in the entire country. I talked about last week the Syracuse VCU under. It did stay under, but they made VCU's offense look competent, partner. Uh, competent three, as all hell. Going into that game, VCU was averaging under three or under four threes per game. I think they ended up, they still didn't have a ton, but they poured in close to 10 threes per game, a team that was miserable offensively, and they made uh, VCU look good. Had them scoring 67 points. And Indiana is so much better than that team offensively. Indiana 57th mm. AOE. Mm. Mm. The Syracuse team recently this past week allowed 84 to Arizona State, 71st in AOE, and 89 points to a high-flying Auburn team. I think Indiana cracks 80 in this one here today. They are 27th in the nation in effective field goal percentage. Uh, according to team rankings, you might have seen a different number on Kemp Bob partner. I'm not sure. But Syracuse is way, way down in the bottom of the barrel on the defensive side as far as effective field goal percentage. Where I saw it, it was 276 in yeah. the country. Mm -hmm. I love Indiana to steamroll them on the offensive side of the floor. Uh, Syracuse has their own offensive uh, effectiveness here, but I once again, Sir, the lack of defense is the glaring hole in this game. So give me 100%. both Indiana minus 2.5 and, and the team total over 75.5. Okay, so I love both of those, my friend. Yeah. Absolutely love them. couple of things. Building on what you said, actually, because we uh, we tend to think alike. We're generally on the same exact page here. The losses to Colgate, Auburn, and VCU, I simply yep. cannot excuse. This is not yep. the same Bayheim syracuse team. It's just not. It's simply point-blank period, whether you look at it on paper, whether you look at it with the eye test. It's not the same team. At least not yet. Not yet at all. Now, you mentioned AOE, ADE for both of them. I won't get into that. But one thing that you did mention was Syracuse's defense being really, really bad. Now, I would 150% agree. I 150% agree that Indiana's offense is really bad, too. But what I would kindly direct your attention to is what I think really rules this day. 
and makes this an easy cover. No sweat for Indiana minus two and a half, and that is the Indiana defense, my friend. They are first in opponent expected field goal percent. They're only allowing 57.2 points per game. That is good for 21st in the nation. They're allowing opponents to shoot from the floor 32.1% and three point percent. Holy shit, how are we mowing in the middle of the end of November right now? What the fuck kind of shit is this? And uh, they're shooting from behind the arc 25.9% allowing opponents to shoot from behind the arc 25.9%. Hey, never know what the hell you're going to get here at the TTL pod. I mean, what the fuck are we Got mowing green, the grass for? Dude. So what I think is the IU defense really rules the day. What really got it for me is that they're first in uh, opponent expected field yeah. goal percent. But you don't believe me. You don't believe him. Believe the trends. The Hoosiers, 4-2 ATS in 2021. Syracuse is 2-4 and four ATS in 2021. Uh, the Hoosiers are 4-1 ATS last five as a favorite. 3-0-1 oh ATS last four as a road favorite. Syracuse, 2-5 ATS last seven as a home dog. And 2-6 and ATS last eight versus a Big Ten opponent. Give us both the Indiana State Hoosiers, minus 2.5, and, and you with the team total over 75 and a half lock it in you did say indiana state hoosiers though Ooh, the indiana hoosiers i apologize <laughs> i don't know this fucking mower's got I mean, me it's, all... it's after thanksgiving man i don't know you don't dude. mow it's after got, thanksgiving in Illinois. I, dude okay so like I've, I've i've been i've been if if i've seemed off the whole show it's because i've been worried about this stupid fucking mower man and it just keeps going by and i'm like how are we mowing? And it's it's not a leaf blower, man. I looked out there, and homeboy no, is not, I can mowing. Tell. I I'm can just tell. Like, what was the last got, week of the week before we were I, laughing yeah, at him? Yeah, yeah, and they're still going. They're still going. It's so not last week. We're just we're just gonna power through, and uh, tis what it is, and uh, fuck them all. That is, it's the way it goes. So Indiana Hoosiers minus two and a half as a crew play. Mags is taking the Indiana Hoosiers team total over seventy five and a half. Okay, Mister Magnuson, any more to dish out? With your four best bets of the day, my friend. No, sir. That's all I got. All right. I will kindly try to steer this <laughs> boat back in the right direction with the second segment of the day. I'm sorry. Can we... Have you ever heard of anyone mowing after fucking <laughs> no, Thanksgiving? No, I haven't. And it's not the to mention, stupidest it's supposed shit to be nicer the next couple of days. Yeah, like that's if what I'm going to mow. Mow on it's bro, like it's cold as balls. It's cold as balls out there right degrees. now. It's it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. It like hasn't been over up. forty no, in no. two weeks. No, I don't understand. I don't get what we're doing, <laughs> and it's really it's really annoying the shit out of me. If I'm going to tell you the truth, but hey, is what it is. Hopefully, they'll be done sooner rather than later. Let's get into. My best bets of the day. Hey, somebody sponsor us. Somebody pick us up so we can Seriously, do this man. out of a fucking studio and have some fun. And, uh, like, goodness gracious, we don't fun, have a freak. Of, I'm having fun, too. <laughs> but, hey, I'm tired of damn mowers. <laughs> All right, fuck. My best bets of the day. Come on. Stop laughing, everybody. Tune in. Here we go. Come on. We got we got ticket cashing to do. We got to get serious. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like, we're going to get serious on this show. All right. First best bet of the day, my friends. Now, this is a low major team. This is a low major matchup. I'm telling you, you got to stick with me on this one, but you know me, the low mid-major king. Going to the matchup between the Howard Bison and the Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers, my friends, and we are locking in. The Howard Bisons plus two and a half. I honestly think they should uh, be favored in this game, but much like my partner said in some of his uh, analysis there, 
if you're going to give me two and a half free points, I'll take them every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, Howard has taken a couple of rough losses, and I think this is where they really get on track. Um, they actually took some losses to teams that we have uh, cashed some tickets on recently, most notably Austin P. They only lost two by two points in a wild game. Mount St. Mary's has not been in any of their matchups on the flip side of that coin. I'm not counting if you want to look at the win against Robert Morris in overtime, 74-70. to 70. Robert Morris is not the same team, my friend. And uh, Washington College as the other uh, team that Mount St. Mary's has beat. I don't even know where that's located, what Washington that is. If that's on the east side or the west side of this great nation we call the United States of America. But what I do know is I love the Bison plus two and a half because of a couple other key reasons. Tempo, Howard. 63rd in the nation compared to Mount St. Mary's, 324th in the nation. What do I always say, partner? The Bison are going to boat race the Mountaineers. You better believe it. Also, I've been seeing I th- that. Uh, sorry to cut in. I've been seeing that elsewhere, too, out of nowhere. Ever since you've been starting to say it here and say that, I've been seeing that term pop you know, up here and there. You know, I've hey, never seen it before. Hey, so Hey, there you go. Continue. The Bison going to start boat racing. Uh, as far as that goes, though, I think the Bison's offense is really what allows them to separate in this game and actually win the game. They're averaging 82 points per game compared to Mountaineers, 65.1 points per game. Uh, Howard shooting 49.4% from the floor and 40% from behind the three-point arc. Compared to Mount St. Mary's, 42.5% from the floor and 30.7% from behind the arc. One thing I found, and you got to dig deep for some of this, and thank you, Ken Palm, for the work you do turnovers my friends uh i think this is where howard really shines and shines defensively they're 35th in the nation on the defensive side of the ball in turnover percent mount st mary's offensively 334th in the nation in turnover percent so i think howard gets quite a few turnovers and they're able to clean up the offensive glass my friends 49th in offensive rebounding percent per ken palm you don't believe me Believe the trends. Howard, 3-0-1 ATS last four Tuesday games. 5-1 ATS last six following an ATS loss. 4-1 ATS last five as a road dog. The Mountaineers, 1-5 ATS last six following a double-digit straight-up loss at home. And 0-4 ATS last four home games. Give me the Howard Bison plus 2.5 as my first best bet of the day. Okay, partner, a couple things. Washington College, Maryland. Or, okay. Uh, it is on the East Coast. Thank you, sir. Uh, Appreciate Coast, it. So it's way. okay. Got it. Cool. That makes was no sense, one... but cool. Oh, it's actually <laughs> one of the founding fathers. Okay. Makes a little more yeah, sense yeah. now. What um, Was this one, you, we were talking off show, was this one that you put similar to Cornell as far as yesterday? Yes. Oh, yes, Papa. Yes. Big time. And much like that one, this one has risen to plus four and a half. Really? No way, dude. No way is Mount St. Mary's deserved to be favored by four and a half. That is almost identical to what happened with <laughs> Cornell know. yesterday. And Cornell got the outright win, right? They got the outright win by ten, more than 10 points, I believe. Yeah. It was no sweat. It was sweat free. I didn't even have yeah. to really watch it. So give me the Howard Bison plus four and a half even more. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you for those two pieces, partner. Always locked and loaded. Back uh, in, backing you on that one, by the way. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, second one up on tap. We're going to another low major. Well, one low mid major going up against uh, one of the big boys. New Orleans Privateers up against the Texas A&M University Aggies. We're not gigging them today. We are uh, going with the Privateers, taking all 16 and a half of those points, my friends. And let me tell you why. 
I just think that uh, this New Orleans team is really doggone sneaky, and Texas A&M really hasn't done a whole lot to prove to me that they need to be favored by double digits over anybody. Not to mention that New Orleans is 4-1 ATS this season, 2-0 ATS as a double-digit dog, and those two games were against Northwestern and Ole Miss. I really wouldn't put Texas A&M far too much higher in front of them right now just from what I've seen. They have potential later on in the season, month, couple weeks down the road, Texas A&M will be really good. But right now, no way do they need to be favored favored by double digits. You don't believe me. Believe some of the keys that I really think are going to be the difference maker. I think that once again, the privateers are going to boat race Texas A&M just a little bit. They are 50th in the nation in tempo, and TAMU is only 285th. So I think the privateers get out and run just a little bit and uh, kind of confuse this Texas A&M team, get them off their uh, slow-paced game. I also think that um, uh, the New Orleans privateers, they have plenty of uh, offense to keep up with Texas A&M. Uh, averaging 74.3 points per game compared to Texas A&M 70.3. Um, pretty, pretty even from uh, a field goal percent. New Orleans is shooting a little bit better from the floor, 47.5. And, a half, and uh, it's pretty even as far as three points go. 34% uh, from behind the arc for New Orleans and 37.1% for Texas A&M. But... Even though they both shoot decently from behind the arc, one thing that they really depend on is cashing those threes. Both these teams do. But I don't think that's where we're going to see this. I think we're going to see this more fast break, and I think this is really going to come down to tempo because on the defensive side of the ball, both teams are really, really, really good at defending the three ball. Uh, New Orleans, 28.7% three-point field goal percent allowed, and Texas A&M, 27.2 three-point field goal percent allowed. So I think that three ball is really eliminated today, even though both shoot it pretty well. And I think we see the tempo that New Orleans can bring to this game really get Texas A&M off of their game plan. Also, one thing that I think this uh, why this game stays close is those good old charity stripe shots, my friend. Uh, surprisingly, New Orleans shoots incredibly better free throws than Texas A&M does right now. The privateers are shooting 74.2% from the charity stripe compared to Texas A&M 66.4%. If they go to the line, uh, that is going to really show for Texas A&M, and I think New Orleans will see that and try to get to the line themselves. So I think that doesn't allow Texas A&M to pull away. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. Uh, New Orleans 5-0 ATS last five as a pooch. 4-1 4-1 ATS last five Tuesday games, and they are also 4-1 ATS last five road games. Texas A&M 2-6 ATS last eight home games, 5-12 ATS last 17 as a home favorite, and 1-4 ATS last five Tuesday games. Give me all of the uh, old New Orleans privateers, plus 16.5 is my second best bet of today. I like it, my man. I uh, we got a good look at Texas A&M last week, and you're right. I I think they'll be, uh, you know, straightened out and probably uh, be a really good team come January, February. But right now, uh, they're not really impressing me so far just yet this year. I would agree, and this is not because they chapped our asses against no. Wisconsin. Okay, no, no. everybody be cool because they turned around and cast a ticket for you. But right now, they don't need yeah. to be favored by double digits. Okay, we already talked about the crew play, Indiana. Minus two and a half. Love it against Syracuse, not the classic Syracuse team. So in the essence of time, won't say anything else there, but we are going to another one of the Big Ten ACC Challenge matchups, my friend. And we're going to the matchup between the Minnesota Golden Gophers 
and the Pittsburgh Panthers. And you know what? Tuesday feels like one hell of a day to row the boat. So give me the golden gophers. Ski you, my baby. Minus two and a half. I love every bit of them. Please, my friends, do not buy into the overvalued, overhyped name of the Pittsburgh Panthers. They are not the same team. And I'm about to tell you some stats that I had to rub my eyes. Uh, My friends, I thought I was still dreaming. I was doing handicapping this morning, closing out some finals. I thought I was still dreaming dreaming. I assure you, I was not, and you are not right now. Pinch yourself just to make sure we're here. So the keys to this game, I promise you, this is insane. Minnesota, per Ken Palm, overall ranked 98th in the nation with a plus 7.38 adjusted efficiency margin. Pittsburgh, 199th in the nation with a negative 3.19 adjusted efficiency margin. Right there, I could stop, but I'll keep going. Minnesota's defense is going to rule this game. They are going to be too much for the Panthers. They're 54th in ADE, 16th in opponent expected field goal percent. They're only allowing 59.6 points per game. They're allowing opponents to shoot only 38.5% from the floor, and you better believe they're limiting the three ball. Only 21.4% their opponents are shooting from behind the three-point arc. That's going against Pittsburgh, my friends. I'm telling you again, I'm not making this up. Pittsburgh offense, 226th in AOE, 227th in expected field goal percent. They're only scoring 62.2 points per game, only averaging 43.7% from the floor and 27.9% from behind the arc. My friends, this is not the same Pittsburgh team from last year. Last but not least, Minnesota their offense is going to allow them to pull away as well. Not only their defense keeps Pittsburgh out of this game, their offense is going to show out. Averaging 72.8 points per game, 46.7% from the floor, and 34.6 from behind the arc. Give me the Golden Gophers, my friends, all day long, but you don't believe me? Just believe the trends. Minnesota, 6-1 ATS, last 7 overall. 4-1 ATS this year. They're also 4-1 ATS last five following a straight-up win. Pitt is 2-6 ATS their last eight overall. 2-4 ATS this year. 1-4-1 ATS last six following an ATS loss. And 1-5 ATS their last six home games. One final time, give me the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Golden Gophers minus two and a half. I'm with you, my man. I locked this one in. I I think Minnesota's just being undervalued because of the week schedule, right? That's that yeah, has to be 100%. everything it is, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Just the road, extra couple points off the uh, yeah, off and, for the uh, road matchup. I think that's yeah, what it is. And I just feel like um, I, there was a couple of times that I I faded Minnesota, and they've still taken care of business, and like. Mm-hmm. They've had some pretty decent sized spreads, and they're still taking care of business. So I just think Pittsburgh's being extremely overvalued. And yeah, I think you're right with that week schedule, man. I think that's the only reason why this one is at two and a half. So there you go. There you have it. Now, final one of the day coming from me, my friends. I'm going to keep this nice, tight, and concise. Partner, I'm trying to get you into the boat with me, my friends. I don't know if, if I'll be able to do it, but I'm sure going to try. I'm going to the matchup between the Duke Blue Devils and the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm taking the Duke Blue Devils. Minus two, minus three, wherever you're catching them at right now. 
I think that the Duke Blue Devils are going to roll, my friend. This number is way too low. I think that people and books are still giving Ohio State way too much value for how well they played last year. It's not the same team, and I think this is more of a setup line for Ohio State than it is for Duke. There is simply no way. I've played it a million times in my mind. I've looked at all types of different stats that I'm about to dish out, and there is no way that I see Ohio State winning this game or covering this number. This number should be at 5.5, 6.5, and I think this is a setup for Ohio State. A couple of keys as to why I believe it. Duke's tempo. Tempo is number one, always. Duke, 76 in the nation compared to Ohio State's 260th. Duke has looked far and above teams. I mean, as far as outside of Gonzaga, Gonzaga just is insane when it comes to tempo. Nobody matches them when it comes to tempo, but they chose it showed that they could get up and run with them. Now, partner said, speaking of Gonzaga, Duke was plus, but Duke just came off of the biggest win of their season. How are they only minus two right now? I looked at that and I said, eh, you know, I think because they were eight and a half point underdogs in that game, they won the game outright. Now you can't just all of a sudden throw them out there as minus five and a half, minus six and a half. I think you got to be nice and easy backing into it. And I, I just, I think this number is all types of wrong. I think it is needs to be way bigger, but just trust me, believe me, I think this one is just fine. There's a couple other reasons as to why, before I tell you some trends, turnovers is going to be a big thing here, my friend. Ohio State has just not looked right when it comes to turnovers uh, on some occasions here against some of these big-level opponents, and Duke has really shined in the turnover department, offensively and defensively. Fourth in offensive turnovers per Ken Palm and 96th in defensive turnovers per Ken Palm. That's going up against Ohio State, 126th in offensive uh, turnover percent, 249th in defensive turnover percent. I think that those that small little hustle stat, those things that you can see like that, that is where Duke is just far and above better than Ohio State, my man. Any game that you've watched of these two teams, Ohio State just does not look like a team that is even on the same planet as Duke. I, once again, think this number should be much bigger. I think it's a setup for Ohio State because of how they played last year, and they're still a big name, Big Ten school, another Big Ten ACC challenge. I'm going with the ACC team this time, my friend. I love the Blue Devils. I love Coach K. I think the books are still undervaluing them, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends. Ohio State, 1-5 ATS last six Tuesday games, 1-7 ATS last eight home games, 2-5 ATS last seven overall, and 2-6 ATS their last eight following a road trip of three or more games. That's right, they've been on the road for three straight games, getting to come home now, but has not been good to them in the past. A little bit tired. Duke, last but certainly not least, 5-2-2 ATS last nine overall. Give me all of the Blue Devils, last best bet of the day, minus two, minus three wherever you're finding that okay i uh i'm staying away partner i love i mean i love it i don't see any i don't see how ohio state does it i uh i'm personally it's more of a why is it so low that i'm staying away from it however if i can help you as far as maybe rationale we've seen over the last handful of months this new year of sports betting some of these massive massive fan bases have goofy lines like this earlier on in their seasons and mm-hmm. it's almost like the books are doing an invest in some type of an investment like let's give them let's give this gigantic fan base a cookie now 
and then we'll ransack them in a, the next month or two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The Cowboys yeah. was across yeah. the different sports. My Packers, well, I've still been giving my Packers cookies, but the Cowboys have been like that. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in. But you know what I mean? Like these yeah. these massive fan true. bases. It is Whereas true, Duke last year was a horrible, horrible covering team last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to flip a little bit at this point, and then maybe once we get into the uh, ACC conference play, they'll their lines are going to be crazy inflated because they'll probably still be the number one team in the land. Yeah, and but nonetheless, I'm still staying away. But I, I, I don't think it's just a clear cut trap. Like, because if it was 80, 90, above ninety percent money coming in on on the Blue Devils at minus two, that would probably be pretty concerning. But it's not quite like that. It's not no, quite like that. So no. I, I, I like it, but I, hey, I'm staying I, away. you know, I can't be mad with you uh, backing me on uh, four out of five. Uh, if I was uh, an honest man, which I am, I would tell you to. Uh, Maybe be tentative with the Duke Blue Devils. Maybe only play a half unit. Maybe it is the one that I feel the most risky about. Maybe it is the one that I felt your eyes on me the entire time, and I just was like, oh, there's no way I'm convincing him to come over into this boat. So (laughs) that's what I would say. All the other ones, hey, gung-ho, I think we're getting all four of them bad boys to the window. I still think the Blue Devils, but just be tentative. I don't know what the hell's going on with the line movement, but I just don't see how the Buckeyes get it done. That does it for me. My friend, I... Yield back. I take a moment to bring in today's special play, the third segment of the day, the real reason for the name of today's show, Two for Your Tuesday, the Two for Tuesday parlay. Now, my friend, this is uh, your creation. This is not me. One time, probably about a year ago, just about. You said, hey, partner, what do you think about a two-for-Tuesday parlay? And I said, oh, my gosh, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard of. We need to do it. Right about that time, it was NBA. And, oh, my goodness, we thought, well, let's do a two-for-Tuesday NBA parlay. So with tradition in mind, my friend, I yield back to you. And I ask you to kindly indulge me and all of the kind TTL faithful out there. What is today's Twofer NBA Tuesday parlay of the day. My friend, I am uh, in love with this twofer, if I do say so myself. I'm going to kick it I off. I am too. I am too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off right here with the Grizzlies and Raptors. Actually, of all the teams in the NBA, aside from our Bulls, these are two Wait. teams that I have kept a very, very close eye on all season long. Had uh, futures on both of these teams as far as they're over. Both are kind of straddling that uh, over-under, if I do say so myself, on quick sidebar. What do you got, though? Haven't we had one of these teams as a uh, as a pretty uh, pretty consistent team in our special plays in, uh, in this matchup here, and they uh, pretty, pretty bring us some good luck every time we put them in a special play? They most certainly do. The Memphis oh. Grizzlies oh. plus the 3.5 is our play. Oh. Now, your alarms may go off because you say, hey, Riley, isn't John Morant out? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Too. Love the guy. I said that, too. Love the guy, Love the guy but... This Grizzlies team is still pretty solid without them, and this Raptors team offensively is not doing it right now. Like I said, I've been watching these teams a lot. This Raptors offense is very, very, very ebb and flow, and right now they're in the uh, bottom part of that flow, the bottom part of the roller coaster. Three of their last four games are losses. Last two 97-point outings uh, in losing efforts. Failed to cover three of those last four as well. 
Um, and they're playing a Grizzlies team, like I said, without John Morant. But this line has chopped from 5.5 to 3.5 this morning, despite the money coming in, some big money coming in on the Raptors. Uh, so it does look like a Raptors trap. Uh, people buying into the fact that Ja is out. But this uh, uh, Grizzlies team, like I said, can still pour it in without him. 128 points uh, on the 28th. What is that? Uh, on Sunday, 128 points in a winning effort, won by 27 points over the Sacramento Kings. Um, obviously a very different team than the Raptors, but if you're telling me the Grizzlies are still putting up that amount of points against anybody, I think they can do it here against the Grizzlies, or against the Raptors, excuse me, and their defense is still going to play solid. So give us the Grizzlies plus the three and a half. 78% of bets, 84% of money coming in on the Raptors, and they drop it two points to make it easier for them to cover. Give us the Grizzlies for that first leg, partner. Absolutely love it. Uh, before you dish out the second leg of the day, my friend, um, you guys can also 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 watch this show is what I was trying to say from talkingtheline.com where you can find all of our best bets of the day. Also, you can find our best bets of the day on the Action Network app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at our mags in all caps, and then you can find the Talking the Line best bets at Talking the line first leg of today's two for tuesday parlay two for your tuesday the memphis grizzlies plus three and a half partner keep this proverbial uh special play train steaming on down the tracks with the second leg of the day all righty second leg folks this is the game of the evening as far as the big names and lights go 18 and 2 Golden State Warriors at the 17 and 3 Phoenix Suns and we are taking the dog in this we wouldn't dare the Golden State Warriors oh. plus the two and a half. Oh, give it to me. Par- partner, I don't know about you, but the, this is the NBA game that's had the most buzz so far this season. And I'm not really buying into too much of money splits coming which way or not. It is, uh, there is a lot of money coming in on the Warriors, but they did move it uh, in some spots from two and a half to two. So they are respecting that movement. If we went in the opposite way, I'd be a little concerned. Might mm-hmm. be a Warriors trap, but I don't think that's the case here. And despite both these teams being unbelievably hot, obviously the Suns have whatever 16-game win streak they have going on. The Warriors are still 18-2. and They've actually, in my opinion, still been the better team despite that stretch. They're covering at a much higher rate. Both these teams' spreads have been inflated. And like I said, the Warriors are 15-4-1 ATS, while the Suns are 11-9. They've been playing... They've obviously been winning, but they've been still playing much closer to their competition as compared to the Warriors. The Warriors are absolutely destroying teams right now. They are nine and one ATS last ten, six and two ATS on the road. Partner, one thing I like: while the Suns uh-huh. are five and five ATS at home, uh-huh. have not been anything special. Uh, I think the Warriors are on their own seven eight game win streak as well. I don't know the cover streak sure. last five. I know they've cut one and covered the last five with ease, and I don't see any issues coming from them tonight. Um, as far as the last, I'm not looking head-to-head too far uh, beyond this. This is the first time that these teams have played at this type of stature. Obviously, the Suns were similar last year, but the Warriors were nowhere near what they are no, now. Hell and no. obviously, before last year, the Suns were nowhere near what they were this year and last year. So I'm not, I'm not looking too far historically. Agreed. And, you know, I think if the Suns were plus 2.5, I might be interested in just taking whoever the dog of plus 2.5 is. I'd still be interested in the Warriors because, like I said, I just think they're the better team. And they're still, despite the 16-game win streak, I think the Warriors are playing better right now. Give us the Warriors plus the 2.5. The Steph Curry MVP train is steaming down the tracks, my friend. Don't get caught in the way. Take the bad man to pour in. I don't know. I'll probably do a little entertainment parlay. I got a risk-free. They got your Tuesday night uh, TNT risk-free SGP on FanDuel. Holy sh- oh, he's got Give me more. some Steph Curry action He's got there. more. 
uh, get me off of this soapbox. Warriors plus two and a half. Grizzlies plus three and a half, dude. He loves him. He absolutely loves him. We'd be here another month if we let him talk about the Warriors some more. Now, partner, to close it out, on your uh, line thought there, how you opened everything up, across most books right now is is at two and a half. Uh, Ones that I'm tracking right now, FanDuel, DraftKings, Westgate, BetRivers, Caesars, all at two and a half. But... On some books, that two and a half plus two and a half for the Warriors is getting the juice. Uh, DraftKings minus one fifteen, Bet Rivers minus one twelve, and Caesars the highest minus one eighteen. So getting some juice on that side. Uh, books are obviously honoring the inpouring and influx of money. Uh, it is the public side, but uh, not not the wildest split you've ever seen. Phoenix isn't really getting it, so I think uh, it's all right paying that extra nickel, extra dime, and uh, hammering it in for. Uh, the second leg. So, yeah, I, if I can cut in, I think it's going to come back closer to a pick em. I don't know mm. if you agree with that or not. I it feel might. like the, the books might have expected the Suns to be getting all the money because of the 16 game win streak. I think and the so. Public was just, I think and the so. public still loves the Warriors, man. I think so. And I think it's worth paying that juice for the plus two and a half. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe even worth a quarter unit sprinkle, uh, maybe a quarter or something on there. Uh, the money line, not outside of the ballpark of uh, worth conversation. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. The two legs on the two for Tuesday parlay. Total odds plus 250, baby. Oh, nice and juicy for your Tuesday. It. Two for your Tuesday. I that all it. being said, uh, if you missed any of the legs, you missed any of my best bets, any of Mag's best bets, I kindly ask you to rip out your sports books pull out your paper and your pencils no pens pencils because we all make mistakes here we all are humming beans also um however you might take stock of the ttl cruise best bets of the day uh that i did not mention because my friends it is time now to recap all of my best bets of the day mag's best bets of the day and the special play of the day, the two for Tuesday parlay for this gorgeous Tuesday of bets. Also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar for the uh, about 6th, 7th, 8th, who the hell knows time today. November, the 30th, last day of November, my friend. Noviembre in the year 2021. Now, uh, my goofy ass talking over here. I forget sometimes <laughs> that I got to produce this show, too. Hey. So... A little bit of filler words, a little bit of filler content, no problem. Once again, you never know what freaking rabbit hole you're going to get in here with the TTL crew. So bear with me for a moment. Share the screen. Gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful. Let's do this. Let's do a little bit of that. Now, for the first time live on your screen, here we go. I hope they're out ready to rock and roll the TTL crew's best bets of the day for November 30th in the year 2021 are live on your screen. Please kindly turn your attention directly above us for my partner, also known as R Mags. Best bets of the day. Four coming at you. One we're lining up on. We'll call it a crew play. I'll get to that in a moment. But his other three plays, the St. Louis Billikens, plus three and a half. Indiana Hoosiers, team total over 75 and a half. And the Clemson Tigers, plus one and a half. Now, how about those aforementioned Indiana Hoosiers? He's taking them at minus two and a half, as am I. If you would kindly turn your attention to the right side of your screen up over there for my five best bets of the day. We'll call it four because once again, the Indiana Hoosiers minus two and a half is the crew play of the day. The remaining four, Howard Buffalo. Buffaloes plus two and a half. UNO, that is the University of New Orleans Privateers plus 16 and a half. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, Ski U Ma minus two and a half. And the Duke Blue Devils minus three. Right below that, 
directly to the side of us. You will see today's special play. Two for your Tuesday, the two for Tuesday parlay. We're taking the NBA two-legger, the Memphis Grizzlies plus three and a half, and the Golden State Warriors plus two and a half. Parlay those bad boys up, plus 250 odds. Let's get those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight best bets of the day to the pay window. But before we can, my friends, I so kindly ask you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cash and enter whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. I love it, my man. We've got some beef with the intern again. Uh, you probably couldn't tell, but uh, we are uh, coming live from the uh, the old Bay Area. This game isn't in the Bay Area; it's in Phoenix. Hey, well, either way, we're still repping for uh, yeah. the Golden State Warriors. I might have said yeah. Grizzlies plus two and a half, too. I think I said well, Grizzlies plus three and a half, and Warriors plus two and a half. Either way, either way, either way. There you go. Today's best bets of the day. We're both poets, and you didn't even know it. So, without further ado, get them out of here. Hope you got them written down. If you didn't, you can always rewind later. All right, my friend. Let me get that out of here. Okay. That looks like it does it for the uh, first half of the show. Once again, get all of our best bets of the day at TalkingTheLine.com on the Today's Best Bets tab. You won't be able to get our special plays there. So for all of those, follow us on the Action app. I am at Cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at RMAGS. And the uh, Talking The Line best bets of every single show are at, are at Talking The Line. Uh, you can also download the Chalkboard app at Chalkboard HQ on Twitter. Shout out to the entire Chalkboard family. Uh, follow our board on the Talk in the Line board and then dive into some of our channels. Check out everything on there. We got a channel for every sport you can possibly bet on. Talking bad beats, talking shit, talking special plays, talking fantasy football, everything in between. Come in, jump in, chat with us. Once again, the Talk in the Line board on the Chalkboard HQ app, available on the App Store and Google Play. Mags, I got it that time. Let's fucking go. Hey, okay, hey, hey. so um, <laughs> moving right along. Once again, ooh, sorry, my fault. Jimmy to Christmas. Uh, first half of the show. Uh, always as a segue into the second half of the show, we bring in our honorable guests, the aforementioned, all-knowing, ever-present, cubicle-as-can-be, Moneyline Dice. Two and oh, yesterday, baby. They, uh, they said, boys... We know we let you down last week, a little bit the week before, but we're ready to rock and roll today. So without further ado, my friend, thank you, boys, for the uh, 2-0 cashers yesterday. My friend over there, could you be so kind as to uh, indulge the folks out there? What uh, What is the matchup the Dice have decided to roll for here today? Who's the home team? Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? What's the total set at? And what are the potential winners that these cubicle objects are going to dish out for us today? All righty, Dice. Listen up, because we've got the College of Charleston hosting the old Tulane Tulane Green Wave here. And Charleston Cougars coming in minus three and a half. They're listening. They're listening. Minus three and a half at home against the Green Wave. Over under is uh, over under 150 and a half. 150 and uh, a half. Looks like a lot of money coming in on the under. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it seems like experts are saying over because that's uh, some fishy movement. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, we, uh, we got the dice to talk about things. There wasn't uh, many options. So this is what we give them. Got that, boys? 
Okay, they're ready to rock and roll. All right, without further ado, my friends, the usual. Get you a little Come on, nice. Ticky, 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 ticky. Okay, on, Charleston against Tulane. Charleston Cougars. Are we taking home team Cougs? Are we taking the away team Green Wave? First, we find out with the home or away dice. As per usual, the ceremonial first roll of every money line dice segment of the day. We find out in three, in two. Come in on, one. dice. Away. Okay, Green up, Wave. Up into the camera, up into the camera. Away, away, away. Green Wave it is. Away, away. Okay. Now. Will we be taking the green wave plus the points? We're we getting a little juicy, a little plus money, Polly. Who knows? We all find out once again in three, in two. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. ATS, ATS. Three and a half. Okay. ATS. Both these teams have played Straight some tough to schedules. I didn't realize. Straight to the camera. Yeah, they really have actually. Okay. Now, wild card roll of the day. Will the dice be doubling down? Will they be saying, oh, hold on, fellas, we need a little extra screen time. We want to make sure we go perfect again here today. Or will they be saying, screw all of that. We're giving you two tickets again today, going to the total, ready to dish it out. I don't know, but this cubicle object does in three, in two. Come on, Dice. Come on, Dice. Home money line, you motherfuckers. Uh, Damn. Son of a bitch, Dice. Come on. Okay. Come on, dice. Okay, none of the freaking theatrics this time, and none of your bullshit dice. Let's go. Home or away? Taking a victory lap from yesterday. Away. Apparently. Still uh, Tulane Green Tulane. Wave. Away. Still away. Still away. <sighs> ATS money line. ATS once again. Right. Okay, ATS on, once no again. business here, dice. You can see it. All right, last but not least, wild card roll. Shoot. Away money line. Away money line. Okay. Away money line. That is what the money line looks like. It is hard to see because I don't the I should put yeah, the I lights on the opposite side over there, not on the that the, I'll, I'll get that fixed hey. here soon. Again, somebody sponsor us, somebody sign us up <laughs> so I can get a fucking light back there instead of these things. Um but Thank you, Dice. The Dice have spoken <laughs> if you want to guarantee take two tickets to the window tonight hammer in right now no questions no qualms no quarries none of the bullshit because it's not from us it's because and from the cubicle objects known as the money line dice right here right now for a full unit take the Tulane green wave plus three and a half, and a nice quarter unit sprinkle, the Tulane Green Wave money line. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you. Thank you, Dice. Okay. Seem to be in good shape, good fashion. 2-0 day, boys. Let's make it 4-0 when we see you tomorrow. Sleep well. We'll love it. We'll really love it. You want to we tell, tell them thank you one more time? Uh, thank you, Dice. We okay. were throwing that F word around a little too harshly yesterday. Sorry about that. Fuck. Fade. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we were throwing the fuck word around a little too harshly at these dice, huh? <laughs> Sorry, All right. guys. Welcome I'll, to the I'll TTL pod, language. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Da-da.
Okay, right at the 11 o'clock hour. How about that? First half of the show is donezo, my friends. Okay, let's break it down. Slow it down just a tad bit. Even though we're a little windy, first half of the day show, no problem, no harm, no foul. Second half of the day show, drop it into first gear. Kick it on back just a little bit. And let's talk some shit. <laughs> first things first. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us out here on the beautiful, wonderful Tuesday of Bets, also known as episode number 172 of the TTL pod, also known as the gorgeous November the 30th, 2021. My man, I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm just trying to talk about, this kind of snuck up on us this past week with everything going on, sports world and the holidays, MLB free agency really fucking snuck up on us here. Ay caramba. And it has been a whirlwind of massive uh, jet passing bombs all week long. And uh, I have to imagine, we I'm surprised we didn't get any more of this uh, during the show, but some guys still available, uh, Carlos Correa is still available. Uh, what? What's that? Javi. Javi Baez is a Detroit Tiger. Yeah, gave him like seven years, 20 million a year, dude. What? 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 Good for him. Now I, I gotta guess. go watch him play in the fucking AL with Detroit, bro. You get to watch my boys fucking embarrass him for the next seven years. Fuck you, dude. I miss Javi a lot. That really bums me out. Overrated. I hate that. Yeah, he is. He is. Rated. He is. But he should have been a cub. He is. He, dude, he sucks. I know. They're going to fucking find out really fast how bad his swing actually is, and you can't actually fix it whatsoever. So I, I agree with you on that statement. But doggone it, man. Hey, I mean, you got your your boys are still out there. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, they could oh, come back the, home. Yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't start buttering me up, Cupcake. I don't need I'm that not trying bullshit. To be, no, I'm not trying to be a dick. I, I, I no, uh, no. Been, well, they've what, been saying they're trying to spend some money. Yeah. The names are starting. The list is getting shorter. Well, you got, okay, like we said. just wait. Okay, here's the problem. It came out that we're probably not going to sign Contreras to a long-term deal, and we just gave a 34-year-old fucking catcher a two-year, $13 million deal. That doesn't look good whatsoever. Yeah, let's, that, that's what I call spending money. Hey, good job, Tom. Good job, Tom. Great, great way to kick it off in free agency, Bob. Way to kick it off. You know, I, it's just another, I don't know what happened. I mean, maybe Theo left for a reason because uh, Tom's been smoking the, the crack again. I don't know what's going on, man, but I'm not, I don't get it's it. not great. It's not great. I don't get it. It's not great, they've, dude. It's not they've great. They set themselves I don't know. up to be it's like, just spending ass loads of money and not being. Just, uh, uh, let's throw uh, it out there in free agency, see what the fuck it hits. It's like, yeah, what are we doing? I, I don't uh, understand it, man. I don't understand but it. Hey, but I, hey, this is not my sidebar. What? Fuck me. <laughs> This is your sidebar. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, my team hasn't been spending. I mean, we I, I only want them to make like one or two moves. But, I mean, the starting pitching market is definitely starting to thin out. That is one. Aside from that, there's still some big bats out there. Like I said, Carlos Correa is going to get a massive deal. Uh, Freddie Freeman, 32. So these 32-year-old uh, sluggers, first baseman, those, those markets have been weird as far as not getting paid right away because no one wants to commit more than a few years to these guys. I honestly imagine he'll stay in Atlanta, but I don't know too much about that. Uh, KB, your guy, Chris Bryant's still out there. Trevor Story's still available. Uh, looks like Nick Castellanos is still out there. My guy, Carlos Rodon, uh, mm. one of the bigger pitching names out there. Mm. I'm not sure if uh, the Sox might bring him back. 
Um, hey, one so, second before yeah, yeah, you continue ahead. on Carlos Rodan. Um, our great friend, friend, fan of the show, Dusty D, Dustin Delisle, the man, oh. the myth, the legend, uh, wanted wants to uh, cash an absolute banger right now. You know, one of those, one of them, there three unit whale shark attack, five thousand three unit slammer jammer banger whammer uh-huh. dammer plays. Now, would we consider that the Indiana Hoosiers minus two and a half? Ooh. Because that's what I would consider it. Yes, I mean, no, we're both so. on it. That is our crew play, so I guess it that's is very nice, man. Hey, 40, 48% of bets, 78% actual money wagered. It feels pretty doggone good. Feels pretty doggone good. I'll respond yeah, with the so. Hoosiers, but please continue with. Uh, uh, Rodon, we'll uh, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll respond here to that in a little bit. Dustin, if you're watching, shout out. Uh, I'll respond to that here in a minute. Um, Nothing else crazy, though, over here, my man. I mean, yeah. Carlos Rodon, I, I think the side, if they don't sign Carlos Rodon, I think they'll bring in a different starting pitcher. But like I said, the options are thinning out. Uh, yep. Clayton Kershaw's still out there, but, I mean, he's obviously 30-fucking-three. So Marcus Stroman's out there. He's 30. I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm excited because I think the Sox will make a move or two. But, uh 100%. I mean, we already got the squad. Soxtober 2022 coming back around the corner. No Shout out. doubts in my mind. Dude. Shout out Kim Jones with some uh, some dice. Shout out for the comment. Oh, nice. Some dice, Anybody a little <laughs> fist bump there. Uh, no yeah, way. screw the Sox 2021, like 2022. Um, I told one of our buddies the other day, and I know you're not going to like this, but I think the uh, all the Sox hoopla last year is just a fluke year and uh really how the hell it happened is is you guys <laughs> about to get you guys about to come into 2022 and you guys about to be weeping because oh, it's just about to be right great. back into the nonsense it's going to be nothing but wasted talent it's not going to be anything good you guys win are the next just, 10 al central yeah, titles. you're going to be battling injuries it's not going to be terrific it's not going to be great you're just it's it's oh, not going gosh. to be the traditional it's no. It's actually going Dude. to be the traditional South Sider uh, 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 schedule. It's not going to be what you, what you've come to know and love is as something that's giving you hope. It's going to be just like your Packers, you know, making it right to the cusp <laughs> of the the top and then I just absolutely been... failing when it really Since comes. Since we started to this happening. fucking show, I could have been <laughs> the biggest cocksucker about your Cubs and fucking Bears, and I've been the nicest. The two teams that I hate more than anything in the world, I've been ah, the nicest. It up. <laughs> I've been the nicest motherfucker. The Cubs, unless they sign Carlos fucking Correa, they're gonna be trash they're again. Fucked. Yeah, they're or fucked. I don't I know, know who fucked. else. There's they, I know. they gotta make. I know. There's like two or three big names. It. Unless they go out of control and spend five hundred million dollars, they ain't gonna be worth a shit for three nope. more years. Nope. No. Oh, for three? Try a hundred and three. What are you yeah, talking exactly. about? I'm strapped in for the long term, man. I've already and suffered I mean, through a hundred years. You said it. Unless the Andrew I'm a Bunn Cubs fan, us, nothing you can uh, say to me Sox that hurts are me. <laughs> cruise through another division title. Even I mean, they had the injury bug and they cruised to a division title. I'm not concerned. Ooh, division title got you far. Nice looking Suck pennant up dick, there. Suck my dick. <laughs> oh, Justin I'm just Fields fucking sucks. with you. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! You know you don't mean that. You know you don't mean that. You Mr. Take Trubisky 2.0. Oh, you're out of your fucking gourd. You're out of your gourd. <laughs> It is not looking good uh, on the on the old riverfront there, or the lakefront rather. Uh, Packers Bears Chicago in like Bears. a week and a half. I don't. Well, what, can we take Sunday that off of prime time? Can we take that off of prime time? Is that cool? Uh, like, can we just take that off of prime time? I'm I don't, surprised. I don't. I don't, I, need to, I don't need to see another ass whooping. I just don't. I don't. I was actually looking at that yesterday. I was like, they're gonna flex that for Bears fans. Please, sake, right? please. And there were some other options, and I was like, actually, I don't. Know. They might not flex that. I think it's gonna be a uh, uh, Packers just ass whooping in Lambeau in prime time again. 
Okay, well, hopefully uh, the books and the NFL, everybody that's in cahoots on the numbers, know that the Bears are going to go into Lambeau and win that game. So that's yeah. that's what I'm... Uh, oh, ho, living on a prayer. That's what I'm feeling. That's how I'm how I'm living with the Bears going into Lambeau. Hey, man, you're going to have a quarterback with nine toes uh, <laughs> who owns you. He's even better with nine toes. I don't give a shit. He's even better with nine toes in Lambeau Field. The frozen (laughs) tundra of Lambeau Field. It made Jalen Ramsey his bitch again for the second time. It was like seven to seven at targeting. It's not good. It's not good. Jalen Ramsey. No, no, it's not good. Pump faked him at the end zone. Yeah. We're spinning the topsy turvy. Oh, man. Hey, this this started with MLB. Look at where we've gone. Uh, <laughs> this is how it always happens. You took uh, shots. You took yeah, shots. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Um, outside of that, MLB has been going bananas. Dodgers selling the farm. I tweeted out yesterday. I don't know why they're selling the farm, dude. Like, hey, I mean, there's still some big names. They. Uh, I mean, it was loaded. Some one of my guys shot out Andy G's. Uh, he he tweeted at me. He was like, "Cause the farm was loaded." I was like, "Ah, truthfully, yeah. but." Jamie, but hey, I mean, they, they could make a move at Carlos Correa, Trevor Story. Correa would obviously be a pretty seamless fill yeah. as far as Seager's concerned. Yeah, Trevor Story. I would, I would probably honestly take Trevor Story over Correa on another team. I feel like Correa is just, I don't, I don't know. I, I like him a lot, but I just would take Trevor Story. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Nah. I have no idea. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I hate of the Carlos Correa, but I, I do too. I, yeah, maybe I would. I, I don't know. Um, outside of that, you got any leans we uh, didn't talk about on the show? Uh, honestly, as far Excuse as college me. basketball, I don't, I don't think so. Let me see. Uh, yeah. I like the New well, Jersey actually, Institute for, of Technology, but I only like them as puppy dogs. So I'm not taking that. any action on this one, but I know we're kind of lean opposing, but I'm staying away. You, I believe you still like Purdue. I kind of like the points with Florida State plus the 11. Oh man. I just think Purdue's a wagon, dude. I'm, I'm yeah. still kind of leaning towards, I would lay it, but I just don't know that I have the yones to lay all 11. I don't. It seems pretty it's, damn. It seems like a ten point game, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, they could also hammer down and screw the Seminoles left, right, and center. Dude. Yeah, because I, I think like if this was played in March, like a March Madness game, because it very well could be. I think Florida State keeps it within ten by that point. They'll be, I also uh, you know, think playing that this, a lot better. Uh, yeah, I think the spread is like six and a half at that point. Yeah, five yeah, hundred percent. Because I think at that point, Florida State will probably be playing a lot better. Their talent can match yeah. up. Maybe not win, but as far as the spread match up with Purdue, but yeah. they're just not playing like it right now. True that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. obviously we're kind of opposing leaning on that, but again, I'm, I don't I'm think I'm going to make though. a play on it. Yeah. No. Um, Davidson, we talked about a little bit pre-show. Mm. Uh, minus five, five and a half. See, I would, I would think that number would be up closer to seven and a half, eight and a half, even nine and a half. I'd put that number against Charlotte. Charlotte's been pretty bad this year, and, and, I don't know that I trust it, but I just think that line's too low, and I think it's fishy. Down to I think four that, and a half. Yeah, I think something happens where Charlotte fucks up yeah. Davidson, or at least sneaks in the back door and covers it. I don't know that they win it outright, but hey, they very well could. It could be one of those classic uh, John Rostin tweets: Davidson loses a bye game to Charlotte, the epitome of brutality. Shout out John Rostin. Fucking out. love his Twitter this time of the year. Son of a gun. <laughs> How about uh, say uh, South Dakota, South Dakota State Jackrabbits minus like sixteen and a half against Prairie View A and M. I know you like fading Prairie View A and M. I, I looked do. at that. I think sixteen and a half might just be a little too, too much. I was yeah, like I'm maybe eleven or twelve and a half. Yeah. Um, shit, one of my darlings, dude. But I've said it on this show. I've said it to you before. Chattanooga Mox, man, mm. minus four and a half. I love them as dogs. I hate them as favorites. 
I think what happened is the books corrected themselves from last year and they see the value in them. Is that line still the same or has it flipped at uh, all? Or are you looking at something different? I can't sorry, no, something else lit my eyes up. I no, think it's right, uh, still that. minus five. Okay, yeah. I mean, either way, I, I think that... Four and a half, uh, five. Yeah, I, I like Chattanooga. I like the mocks, but... Oh, man, a lot of I money just, coming in on Chad. It was like 94% of money. Too many people know about him now. Too many people yeah. know about him. They were my mid-major darling. I just think too many people know about him now. So I like him as dogs, not as favorite. What lit your eyes up? Uh, so I'm not taking any action on this. You and I talked about it because they've been bad. But Pepperdine went from like plus 15 down to 12, 13. Hmm, that's interesting. But yeah, Pepper, like Pepperdine has been points. terrible this year. What the hell happened with Pepperdine, dude? That, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't bad. know why... They've had a tough schedule, yeah, so maybe it's just true. that so far. I don't know. I uh, told you I like Longwood plus nine and a half, so yeah. I lost the hook down to plus nine. They're playing Georgetown. I, I just haven't had enough opportunity to yeah. watch um, old Patrick Ewing and the boys see if they're actually yeah. good or what the hell's actually going on. Uh-oh, we might have some more comments. Oh, no, that's not good. Got to get those fuckers out of here. Oh, no. Goodness fucking gracious. What the fuck? Good thing I see that every once in a while. Oh, my. What the fuck? All right, let's continue on, please, and thank you. <laughs> Uh, fucking ridiculous, dude. Uh, blocked oh, user geez. gone. See you later, alligator. Um, UNCG minus five. I was interested in that. Uh, but once again, another team, mid-major darling of mine that I like. It's a puppy dog, not as a favorite. So, staying away from that one. And then uh, I liked Slu a lot. I like Clemson a lot. Those were on my leans, and you took them both. So I absolutely love that. Backing you on both of those. And then uh, Rice minus two and a half. That was uh that that one really intrigued me, but um I can't remember who they were playing off the top of my dome, but I remember I saw the opposite side was Texas a pretty Texas State, sh- Arkansas State. Uh oh, Texas State. Yeah, that's right. Texas, Texas State. State. Texas State is like I'm like okay, they're not even on the same level as Rice. Why is that so close? Another right. one kind of like you. I uh, that doesn't make sense. So I think Texas State takes care of business on that one, but I'm not I'm not too sure. I'm not gonna go all the way in the boat on that one. Um, yeah, less. Last one that I have was NBA. I like the under. I'm not playing it, but I like the under in the Knicks, uh, Knicks and Nets, 217, 216 and a half, 217. Okay. Yeah. How, uh, I know you've been pretty locked into the NBA. I, I typically don't dive in until uh, after Christmas time or right around Christmas time. Um, how, how the Nets looking without Kyrie still? What the hell's going on there? Is my boy KD rocking and rolling? What, what the hell's I mean, going they're on doing- with the Knicks? They're doing just fine. They're fourteen and six straight up. ATS, they, their numbers are typically just inflated because everyone wants to back them. Because I mean, they're two and three last five ATS despite yeah. some big spreads. I mean, the Knicks have been the team that have been really, really confusing. Sometimes their defense looks great. Sometimes it doesn't. They might have to make some changes to get back to kind of the mojo they had last year because they just haven't. They just haven't been the same scrappy, you know, easy to back team by any means. Their unders, I think, have been a little bit more profitable. 100 percent okay well there you go there you have it i appreciate Actually, that's your... not true i apologize or no oh, yes unders. Ha- yes the uh, unders yeah, have been... okay okay 7 I... to 13 to the under this year oh shit okay there you go there you have it all right um yeah now like i said i haven't really been diving too deep into the nba so i yeah. just trying to kind of gain a little bit of intel if you will and uh it's probably... been tough for me dude yeah, i mean dive i dive in dive in post christmas man i need some trends i need to see some shit going on i need i need some more stone cold concrete shit guys yeah. guys getting their shooting motion back in rhythm yeah. a month playing like there's there's a lot yeah. of stuff that needs to happen in 100%. Order. so i got a little bit of time left before i dive into that but uh yeah appreciate uh you keeping me up to date with some of those teams there outside of that my man um anything else uh late breaking news nonsense before we get into a few announcements here or uh anything what the hell else is going on 
Uh, nothing crazy. Only thing, really, uh, Mike McCarthy says Amari Cooper is probable to play Thursday. Oh, no, sorry. Probably won't play. My bad. Probably will mm. not play. So that's uh, still nothing there. Still has a cough and doesn't practice. If he doesn't college, practice tomorrow, probably won't college play. College football Oof. news. Uh, coaching carousel. Not as crazy as they're expecting. Virginia Tech reaches deal with Penn State's D.C. Brent Pry to be the new head coach. Mm, okay, that's interesting. I don't know why they shit can on my old boy Bronco, but still. Uh, oh, no. Did you say Virginia Tech or Virginia? Virginia Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah, nothing major that I was seeing there for... Uh, NFL, Pat Fryermuth, Fryermuth is in the concussion pro- protocol yeah. for the Stillers. Uh, shout out to our guy, James O'Shaughnessy. Looks like he's going to be TE1 mm-hmm. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, looks like it's going to be uh, the old Redbird team of old, if you will. Also, James yes, Robinson sir. absolutely bowling through fools, my friends. Stud and a half. Both of them studs. Shout out Redbird for life. Shout out Roll Birds. Um, outside of that, Nothing major, yeah. Um, looks like the Panthers might be dealing with some defensive injuries, but nothing yep. uh, too much of note. But yeah, man. Also, uh, closing out in thought of that of uh, the quarter or the uh, coaching carousel in college football right now. Um, one final thought, man. How in the hell is Brian Kelly going to fit in with the Louisiana State Go Tigers, Go Tigers University <laughs> culture? And fan base. Go Tigers. If you have any thoughts on that <laughs> whatsoever. No, I mean, he seems like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of chapped the way these college coaches leave some of these massive programs that they've been for a while. Bro, Sounds I like Lincoln Riley and, uh, and Kelly all the same, man. Like, yeah, just, if you're scared to tell your players, I get it. But, like, you just look like a giant asshole. Did you see the thing? I think it was Notre Dame where uh, – like one of their assistant coaches didn't find out he was walking out of a recruit's home, found out about the news like on his phone after he gave them, but you know, the hard sell on Notre Dame, we assuming nothing was going on and he gets the news walked out. And he's like, I look like a fucking asshole right now. No kidding, dude. Holy and, cow. I didn't see that. Yeah. And so that kind of just, I, I mean, I think Brian Kelly's going to do well at LSU. It's really going to come down to how well he can recruit, which I know he can do well. And he had some limitations at Notre Dame because they have some, they have more academic uh, standards than, uh, you know, the rest of the Especially being SEC. independent. Yeah. yeah. Compared to the SEC and LSU, they don't really have any limitations. So I think he'll do well there. But I mean, if you're a recruit seeing all this stuff come out about these coaches, the way they leave, wouldn't that chap you a little bit if you're trying to, you know, buy into him at this new school? Yeah, where, like, what difference does it make where I go? Yeah, like, you're just going to up and leave regardless. It's just about the money for you either way or whoever offers you a big enough check and and wants you to come build their program back. I mean, that's all it's about. And, I mean, for LSU, too, like, if it's not a natty champs, I mean, that's they are a failed season and their entire program, their entire fan base, their, their coach, everybody, everybody's eyes, they're a failure for that season. Now, let me ask you this. Where the fuck does Lane Kiffin go now? I was sold that he was going to LSU. I was sold. Now I have no idea well, where I mean, he goes. he could stay where he is. Yeah, I guess so. It really seemed like he was about to bounce, diggity bounce, about a Ole Miss, but I have no idea. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes to Oklahoma, but I, I bet he stays eh. at Ole Miss now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe what, he scoops old Arch Manning? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Rebuilds the I, Ole Miss program. 
It cracks me up because now, as soon mm. as uh, Brian Kelly left, more uh, Cliff Kingsbury to Notre Dame rumors, like Notre Dame's interested. Uh, whoever Cliff Kingsbury's agent is, is working hard as fuck and doing a great job. He's got like one year left on his Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals deal. Clearly, he's just trying to get a, a couple more mil on top of that bottom line there because dude, that if, is... Well, I don't know if I said that to you off the show or here. Like, if he made that move to go w- w- his situation right now to go to any college, I don't yeah. care if you give him Saban's job. If he does, it, that would be the stupidest move he could possibly make. Like, why would you do that? No, 100%. The Oklahoma move made a little more sense because the playing style compared to Lincoln Riley was would probably be a kind of a seamless transition. But Cliff mm. Kingsbury at Notre Dame, like, I laughed out of my <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Like what? That is the most backwards what? connection that uh, in the entire con- entire country that you could make. But yeah, you're sense. right. I don't think he leaves Arizona unless uh, something horrendous happens to Kyler Murray's knees no or something way. like that. And we did we talk about on the show or post show about Coach O kind of just flying off into the sunset too? Yeah, that, I think that was about this time yesterday. Yeah, I think that was on the show. Yeah, just uh, cook, cooking off into Taking the sunset, in going down to Destin, Florida. <laughs> See yeah. you later. That's a wrap. I'm really interested. Um, yeah, the last kind of news of if Lane Kiffin's going anywhere because yeah, he was in New Orleans. He literally took a picture of the Caesar Sportsbook dome. It's pretty interesting. I don't, I don't know what's going on. He could stay in Ole Miss though too. So there you go. There you have it. Our opinions on college football too. Another rabbit hole. What do you know? All right. 20 minutes, 21 minutes past the top of the hour. We uh, First announcement here, we have uh, Wise Words Season 2 into some TTL announcements. You see right there. Uh, season Wise Words Season 2, episode number 2 being recorded today. Um, I'm not going to get on a soapbox, partner, but we were supposed to record yesterday's show, or t- t- tomorrow's show yesterday. Um, we had scheduled it about three and a half weeks in advance of time. Sure. And, you know, I know we're small little fellas in this big uh, cog of a machine that you would call the sports gambling media industry, but I know that you work very, very hard, and I know that I work very, very hard, and uh, I'm no dumbass, you know, and uh, I don't really take getting slapped in the face all too well. Um, So it's all good. No problem. No harm. No foul. Appreciate everybody for what they do, what they have. I appreciate your work still. Um, But yeah, I think we're just going to go in the direction we're going to be going in. And uh, we're going to have our new guest on recording at 1 p.m. today. Shout out. Can't wait uh, for him to be on another huge electric guest. Uh, We actually had his partner on in season one as a little uh, teaser for you there. Uh, That will drop, as always, on Wednesday, tomorrow, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss the drop. And then once it drops on the YouTube, uh, it will go out on every major podcast directory platform, whatever you want to say, wherever you get your pods. You can also find it, TalkingTheLine.com, Wise Words Podcast tab. Every place you can find it is right there. Also, Cup of Joe on campus. Might be having a little guest action this Saturday. Who knows what happens? Uh, We Who knows who's to say? Who are we? Um, We are in the... Last week, this will kind of, I mean, this is conference uh, championship stuff like that, and then it'll be a little bit of time before we get into bowl season, all that nonsense. So, one of the Quicker last weeks. You realize, I think, though. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, one of the last we weeks for one... just a little bit, yeah. maybe one week or something, that we'll have NFL. Uh, so, it'll be a loaded college basketball show, which we've been doing really solid at college basketball on Saturdays, my friends. For some reason, the lines just pop out to both me and him over there on Saturdays. So, 
Couple Joe on campus every Saturday morning since we don't do um, Saturday college football or college basketball plays on any of our daily shows. Check that out. Tune into that uh, every Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. It is only a live stream. You can't get that on our podcast directories. It's only on or all the podcast directories. It's only on our YouTube, Facebook, and our Twitter live streamed 8.30 till about 10, maybe 10.30 if we have a special guest on. That uh, We always say, hey, take the over when we have guests on or just with us in general. We, we never stop talking. Well, yeah, it'll probably slim down a little bit because we've probably the last couple of episodes has been as many games with college football and basketball combined. So I have to imagine those numbers will slim down a little bit here. 100 percent. I would say so, too. Uh, outside of that, additional content, our blogs, my UFC pick blog, um, our mags extra cheddar every Sunday. I didn't see. Did you share that? I totally missed it. If you shared that mm-hmm. on Sunday. OK, I t- well, yeah, I totally did. fucking missed that. Went dude. One and one uh, had Guara back to back weeks this week. It was over 13 and a half. Finish nice. with 13. So that was my that son of a gun. I, and I got know. shy with the money line. Oh, partner, we got a uh, another one. You got a block in the old comments. There. Thank you, man. I got it. I got it. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, get the fuck out of here. 18 plus. What's up? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, <laughs> all right. Hey, man, go. we ain't no fucking strip uh, club out here. Check that out, com. Oh, uh, you can uh, see that on the More tab, and there'll be uh, all of our blogs. You can also subscribe to our blogs. We will never send you spam from the homepage of the TalkingTheLine.com website. Uh, release stuff regularly, uh, not only just our weekly blogs. Also, uh, we have daily and different stuff we do, too. Outside of that, partner... Anything I uh, forgot to mention here, dish out, deliberate about, I told everybody about our action, about chalkboard, about talkingtheline.com, about the link tree in this description, about hitting the subscribe button, about following us on all of our social media platforms. Anything I left out here, dude? I think the only thing, my man, about the last 24 hours feels like uh, to use the term that you so love to use. We got some flaming arrows coming our way, but not only are we catching them and breaking them off our knees, I feel like we're catching them and Throwing slinging them back. back across the battlefield back. right into the opponent's face, back. my man. Because we, sheesh, the last 24 hey, hours, boy. Hey, 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 just... <laughs> Just give him the blades. Yeah. Give him the blades. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do, my friend. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, hey, you know, I and, and it's cool. It's all good. I, yeah. I still I still appreciate you. I still appreciate your work and what you do. If you see this at any point in time, don't hate you. But I'm a guy that holds a thick ass grudge, and when it's just, it's just <laughs> not, it, it just it's a, I'm, I'm not a dumbass. Like I no. said, we might not be big, we might not be huge in this small little fucking huge wheel cog. We're a small cog, yeah. but I ain't no dumbass. So I, no. it's all good. Love you guys. I'm appreciate only, you. I, Peace and love. That's like 75 percent of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lawnmower and after oh, things fucking too. giving these uh, comments, dude, spam all, comments. Uh, this shit. I mean, good. hey, hey, and we're just we're, we're like you said, we're launching them back across the fucking battlefield. It doesn't matter. Everything's all good in this life. All you got to do is just keep the mindset, baby. You just keep the mindset. Keep launching the arrows. I love it, partner. Speaking of which, um, seems about the time for some motivation minutes. We've gone here a little longer than usual. Usually about an hour and 15. We're about an hour and 30 today. No problem. Uh, just got more recording to do after this. Whatever. So um, anything else you got, my man, for uh, no, kick it off a little motivation minutes? All right. Hopefully we don't get any... Naked streams, double, triple, X, Y, Z, stream thousand while I'm in the middle of some motivation minutes. But uh, without further ado, last segment of the day, my friends, my motivation minutes. So um, if you don't know, one thing that's really important to me, and I kind of shared with Mags uh, pre-show, is that um, 
and what kind of got me into college basketball is the legendary coach Jim Valvano. Um, one of my middle school teachers, shot at Mr. Younghouse, legend, G, gangster in a half, shot at, also got me into <laughs> college basketball. Crazy has now I handicap it every day and dish out plays. Insane. But I love Jim Valvano, and if you've never watched his 1993 ESPY speech, which I'm sure you have if you're a fan of this show or just in some capacity you're a fan of college basketball or whatever the case might be, it's one of the most powerful speeches that I think there is, but there's a really key spot in it that um, he talks about uh, the three things that you need to do every single day. And you might have heard that before. Um, you might have seen it before, whatever the case might be. But I still think that regardless of um, regardless of time or place or, or whatever the case might be, it rings so true. And that every time it comes around this year, it just bears mentioning again. It, it just does. You just simply have to go and watch it. Now, I'm not going to show um, – I'm going to have to do a little production duties here. So I'm not going to show um, the entire video, but I am going to show just the three things, give a little perspective behind that. And then, uh, Mags, make sure – if you can't hear this, let me know, but I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure you should be able to hear this. Uh, we should be good to go. Let me see. System audio. Okay. So – all right, let me make this bad boy here. Uh, before I do this, too, shout out to um, High Praise the Second, H I P R A I S E the Second on YouTube. Uh, just using his 36 second clip here, uh, just for a quick little shout out. So, uh, shout out to him. Hopefully, this isn't shout fucking out. up the stream. Stream looks like we're good to go. Uh, let me turn this down just a little bit uh, so we don't get blasted here with sound. All right, without further ado, my friends, here we go. Let's put it up on the screen. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, how about that? There hey, you hey, go. Hey, hey, Look hey. at that. Okay, here we go. All right, let's see what's up. All right, everybody, listen up. People say to me, how do you get through uh, life or, or each day? It's the same thing. To me, there are three things. We all should do every day. We do this every day of our life. You're going to have, what a wonderful, number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special people say to me how so there you go there you have it um we can uh the actually i was i can play it away well, i won't play it again um either way one time's good enough but you know if you've seen it before there you go there you have it um you can go you can find that shout out again high praise hi praise the second uh on youtube you can also find the full version everything on on youtube but i think that part of the speech is so important because really if you do those three things every single day, man, I mean, he said it, that's a heck of a day. That's a full day, my man. It doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, as I kind of think about that, that's what we try and do with every episode of the show and what I try and do with the Motivation Minutes or whatever. We try and take time to laugh, time to have a little bit of comedy, go back and forth, a little bit of this and that. We're human beings. We mess up. We do this. We do that. It is what it is. Also, get serious in moments like this. Uh, take time to 
to maybe shed a tear to think about, wow, how powerful that is. Maybe go and watch the full version of that video and to shed a tear or two today and actually think, use your brain, use your mind. Think about how you could better your life, how you could further where you're at right now. I mean, it's just so powerful. Three simple words, laugh, cry, think. But if you actively apply all three of those, which since I saw this video is wild that I have actively tried to apply those three things in my life. It's so wild how everything just else kind of falls into place. And I challenge you today to go and watch the full SB speech, 1993, Jim Valvano, Jimmy V. It starts V Week. I also challenge you to donate. Um, you can donate at uh, vweek.org slash donate, I believe. Um, I donate always just a little bit every year. But I mean, it's, it's uh, definitely something that uh, the, the real meaning behind uh, the V Foundation too. It's it's cancer research. It's it's something that impacts all of our lives. And, and also when you think about it from that perspective, I mean, it makes you even laugh, cry, and think even more with how much something like that has impacted each, on, each and every one of our lives. So without getting uh, too deep into the rabbit hole and uh, all of that nonsense, I, I challenge you guys today to laugh, cry, and think, and then do that every day for the rest of your life. And then also... Go check out this video and watch the full video if you haven't watched it. It's always a good time, at least once a year when uh, V Week always comes down to uh, bring it back up to the surface and watch it again. So enough for me. I'm not the legend. Jimmy V is my friend and he will forever be. That does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Yeah, I love it, my man. One of my, if not my favorite speech of all time, if I'm being honest. Typically, I don't know. I think it would be today. Typically, I don't know if they still do this. ESPN shows that like the last 15 minutes leading up to the six o'clock uh central standard time whatever acc big talent challenge game is so i imagine tonight uh at 5 45 i think you'll have the chance to watch it on espn i think don't quote me on For that sure. but nonetheless one of my favorite quotes man and i like what he says there because i've I, i've talked about this with other people and it's like well i'm not much of a crier like how am i supposed to cry every day he mentions it right there it doesn't have to be out of sadness necessarily no like, no yeah, man no tears of joy man tears of joy or because you care about something so mm -hmm. much i mean dude there's there's so many different things you can cry about and oh i'm not much of a cry bullshit we all got tear ducts my friends it's all a possibility you ain't that hard i promise you you're not <laughs> you're not but either way, there you go, officially. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Officially, my motivation minutes of the day. All right, 34 minutes <laughs> after the top of the 11 o'clock hour. We've been here for a hot minute now. Um, Got to get refreshed, rejuvenated. New pot of coffee uh, brewing for the uh, 1 o'clock recording here. Outside of that, partner, anything uh, come up? Late breaking <laughs> news, nonsense, uh, didn't talk about. Didn't want to cut you off, but uh, last thing, it m sounds like it's going to be nothing, but uh, sounds like Gardner Minshew has been uh, at least getting prepared to play for the Eagles on Sunday against the Jets. Uh, they still plan to move forward with Jalen Hurts. So Jalen uh, Hurts is uh, that messed up, huh? Ankle injury. I mean, that sounds like they're at least uh, planning just in case for Gardner Minshew against the Jets, oh, man. How fucking fun would that be? I, I That would be Eagles insane. That would Eagles be insane. Been, uh, a little easier to watch, but I uh, I would love at least a little sprinkle of Gardner Minshew this season, huh? Yeah, I suppose I could get down with that as well. I have no idea. That would be insane if Gardner Minshew the Jets, comes in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and just comes in five, six touchdowns, four hundred yards, just Minshew mania all or over. Or five again. interceptions. Or that way. too, or the either opposite way. of Minshew mania. Yeah, whatever, whatever happens, whatever works. Yeah, all good. No harm, no foul. Um. Yeah, outside of that, that's about all I got. Seems like uh, an episode of the show, my friend. Yeah. Long-winded day, nonsense, flaming arrows, everything all over the map. But uh, 
still bringing out the uh, old Talk in the Line podcast. So without further ado, let's send all these fine folks, my friend and my friends, you guys out there, on about your beautiful Tuesdays. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Max. Thank you so much <laughs> for tuning in on this beautiful Tuesday of bets, also known as November the 30th, 2021. We cannot thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate you guys, all of your support, your following, your listening, your viewership, everything in between. We see you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know I say it all the time, but you guys mean the world to us, and you allow us to keep chasing our dreams and our passions. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep tuning in. Watch us get this TTL rocket ship to the moon. Outside of that, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, my friends... We will see you tomorrow, but for right now, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>